to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. I'll never miss... No, fuck that up big time, (laughs) didn't I? But let's do it anyways. I'll never complain about missing keys again. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. <sighs> LB, what is the haps, brother? See, this. I just did a, an experiment. Yeah. You didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't say pabs. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> you have been programmed, my friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah. I'll tell you it what. Worked. <laughs> it did, it did. It worked wonderfully, and I only just decided to do it. We must have been communicating telepathically. Yeah. Today. What's happening today? Well, we've noticed that there's been a uh, uh, spate. In, a spate of interest in the mysterious and, I guess, uh, what would you call it? The the unexplained phenomena. Sure. Well, it's not really phenomena. Well, it could be considered phenomena. Unexplained stuff. Just, just largely interesting, unexplained stuff is yep. how we can filter our. Uh, progressive content. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're yep. going to stick with that theme today. Got it. Missing flight. Yes. MH three seventy. Yes. It's been a while since anyone's talked about that. Yeah. And, and flight ninety three. Yeah. Which we can get into, and we are going to get into both cases yes. extensively. Yeah. Um, both of them are extremely interesting in their nature. Um, mm. given they're, they're very different. They're both yes. very different. But they're I guess both planes. The common thing is they got <laughs> wings, right? Yeah. yeah well, they yeah. had wings yeah, oh. too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I think, uh, I think we should probably start this off before. 20 years since. Yeah, dude. Wow. 20 it's years. Insane. 20 years. Yeah, since uh, well, since Yeah, yeah. Since, since 9-11. Since 9-11, mm, right? Yeah. Um, and I will start by saying something I usually wouldn't mm-hmm. we mean no offense no. no no harm intended we're taking a deeper sort of a dive at the subject matter yeah. and if anybody is likely to get upset just tune out trigger warning trigger warning yeah yeah okay. we're going to be talking about events that killed people yeah sure, right sure, we sure. consider it like that yeah all right uh, I like it. so there you go uh second thing i'd like to say is uh subscribe yeah oh, no, like like the video if you wouldn't mind like the video um, yeah just like it um, do us a favor mm. we we both really do appreciate it absolutely um, appreciate it and uh it helps the video to get out to more people that's so, right and we're pretty committed to this like we haven't missed a week not once um and the work um, ethic is unbelievable around yeah, here yeah 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 we, we're workers yeah we, we work for you we that's work right for you. yeah 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 i think we've sold that point all right. Okay, moving but right along. Click, click the like button. If you haven't already, click the like button right now. Just fucking do it. Please. <laughs> okay, let's... Oh, hold on, wait. If you, if, you, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts... Yes, right? uh, yes. Apple Podcasts has an, a, an option to, like, leave a review for, for a, you know, a podcast that you... Is it a star-based system? I think so. Right. I'm not 100% sure because I don't have an Apple phone. But Chuck us a couple of stars. Yeah, do, no, more, five, five. Anything less than five is a fail, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. Put the bar high. Yeah. Mm. All right, so let's get on with the show. All right. 
so we're going to split this into two halves. Uh-huh. I'm going to cover my area of expertise. Yes. Which is... Uh, Flight 93. And, and Flight 93. Yep. And then after that, you're going to cover yours, which That's is Missing it. Flight MH370. Yes. Okay, so for those Let's of you do. who remember, and that would be our core demographic, we're all around yeah, the same age. It's true. September 11th, 2001. A day that shall live in infamy. Mm. Uh, domestic United Airlines Flight 93, which was a Boeing 757-222, big, big plane. Okay. Okay. Left Newark International Airport in yep. New Jersey uh-huh. and was heading to San Francisco, okay, in California. Yeah. So, it was a light flight in the sure. sense that it had, uh, it had the capacity for 182, no, Yes, 182 passengers. Right. Uh, it only contained on this day, which was a Tuesday, 33 yeah. passengers. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, uh, good. That's good, Unfortunately, on top of those 33 passengers, there mm. was four terrorists mm. and seven flight crew. Okay. Okay. So a total of 44 people were on board. Okay. okay. Uh, a normal load... For that flight, because it is, uh, it was a domestic flight, yes. and it, it, every Tuesday morning, apparently, this was a thing. Yeah, um, it, it usually sat at a f- about fifty-two percent of a load factor, so the plane was half full. This day, it was only at twenty percent, unusually light. Right. Okay. Anyways, whether that's relevant or not, we'll find out. It's good. There was regardless. a high. Uh, well, yeah, it was yeah. sort of lucky. Yeah. The hijacking of the plane commenced at nine twenty-eight a.m. Mm-hmm. A full forty-six minutes after the plane took off. So, spoilers: it was hijacked. Okay. Uh, a little bit about the hijackers. So yeah. there were four originally. Mm. There were to be five. Okay. Okay. Um, the the I guess lead hijacker Zayad Jarrah. Okay, yes. uh, who was a member of Al Qaeda allegedly? Yes. Like, how do you confirm these things? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. He had trained That's as tough. a pilot. Um, essentially, his role in this was to pilot the craft, which he did. Sure. After taking over the aircraft, he mm-hmm. changed the flight course uh, and started heading towards Washington D.C. Right. Okay. So, so this that plane was the threat. Was the plane that was meant to strike. Um, the White House. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Now, there, as I said, there were four hijackers, right? Yep. Um, Ahmed Al-Nami, okay, was one of them. Yes. Uh, Ahmed Al-Haznawi. Haznawi. Right. Yep. And Saeed Al-Gamadi. Gamdi. Gamdi. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, the fifth hijacker, which, mm. you know, which is strangely... Lucky for him, I suppose, mm. was actually turned away in Dubai. He landed in Dubai. He was cast as a suspicious type character, yeah, and turned away. So he didn't. He never made, made the flight it. to America. Okay. Now, what we know after the flight was taken over, yeah. Um, so they took over with knives. Apparently, okay. They were armed only with knives. Somehow they got the knives on board. I guess they got and, the knives on board. Yeah. Um, now they they this is why we're doing this episode. Yep. Forgive me, this isn't me like not prepared. This is because there is such a lack of I guess information, information that's mm. that's tangible here. Mm. So sometime after the flight was controlled by terrorists. Yes. 
phone calls start being made. Sure. Right? Um, victims on board the aircraft at the time started calling their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Now, we got some audio from that, and you can you can find it yourself as well. I mean, it's not too hard to find. There were some strange calls that started coming from the plane. Yes. Um, now, the first one I want to show you is the one from um, a lady on board who was actually one of the flight staff, I believe, if you... Yep. yep um, CC Lyles. Just hit play. This is... Okay, so I think we missed out on the first bit of that call. Yes. Because we were playing it earlier. That's right. So at the beginning, she says, hi. Oh, you can play it again. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. Um, I don't know what to say. There's three guys that hijacked the plane. I'm trying to be calm. We're turned around. And I've heard that there's... No, we've already listened to that bit. Okay, yeah. so now, look. That's that's, that's, that's a sad mm, bit of audio, right? When you yeah. consider this woman lost her life. Sure. At the end of the day. It's, it's, it's a strange phone call, but like you and I discussed, you never know how you're going to react in a situation where you, you're obviously panicked. And, you know, we heard a few other phone calls that were very composed. Like, it didn't sound like anything was wrong almost, right? Mm. Um, now, she, she cited in that that there were three guys taking over the plane, not four. Okay. Now, the, the most popular thinking there was that the fourth terrorist was actually, he remained seated. Okay, he was a sleeper. He was a sleeper, right. basically. Now, the I guess the where it starts to get even more interesting is that data and and flight logs, recorded flight um, audio indicated, yes. uh, as well as the phone calls and the the dialogue from phone calls, um. Which is hard to, like, that would have been a big job trying to get all that together, either Mm. way. Uh, It indicated that the people on board were taking votes as to whether they should stage a a retakeover of the plane, right? And so the flight goes on, there's, and and I'm going to jump backwards and forwards, but the the plane ends up crashing in the end, okay? So... The plane crashes into a field near yes. a reclaimed coal strip mine um, yep. known as Diamond T Mine, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, it hits the ground fast, over 900 kilometers an hour. Okay. It hits the ground. It's in nose first, yes. but it's inverted. Okay. All right. So, there are images of the crash site. So we just found, we're just searching some images. And yeah, this isn't good for UAOs out there. You might want AOs. to have a, have a look at the YouTube clip for this. But, uh, but you can see that there, it, it, it's an unusual on. crash site as well, right? Okay, that there to me, what we're looking at is basically a crater. It's a big crater. They, they say that the crater was three metres deep by 12 metres wide. Right. 
Okay. But it looks to me like there's no debris. I mean... There's very little debris there. People who have seen this shot will have seen it. They'll remember it. Again, I'm looking at this crater and um, it looks to me like a missile hit. Yes, it looks... And it's It's suspicious. Uh, we're no aviation experts no. or ballistics experts, but it uh, it doesn't look like any other crash site you've ever seen, largely because there's nothing there apart from a hole in the ground and some yes. charred earth. That's right. Um, now, <sighs> this one looks a little more like a crash site, but it, it looks nothing like the previous image. No, I think they're two different images. I think you found two different, very and again, this different, one and that looks like a separate image again. A separate image again, potentially, where you can see the tail of an aeroplane and a, a debris field. Yes. But, uh, I mean, even this crash here doesn't... That's that's not the picture. That's, that's not, not a picture of the no. site. Now, I'll tell right. you why. Okay. The, the, the plane was said to have disintegrated to a degree yes. in which there were hundreds of thousands of pieces of plane, all yes. very small, yep. none larger than the size of a coffee table. Right. That was part of an engine recovered, the most intact piece of the plane, right? Yep. Now, of the 44 victims on board, yes. they managed to find... all. So investigators arrived on the scene. There was yes. one lead one, Miller, and, and I guess a couple of his employees. Yes. Miller also... So he was legally bound to do that job yes. because of the state... I guess the county he lived in that that was that's the law that this particular person goes out and finds the remains right sure he's also the town's coroner okay. right makes sense now at first glance and first initial walk around the only body or body part he can find is piece of a backbone right so the the official story is that you know they they ended up going on to find thousands of pieces of bodies yes. but bone just bone they identified all 44 victims from the remains mm, wow. the, you know so like but it, that, that's unusual can, right like because... well it, it is unusual that like you know there's i mean you can read sort of, uh, all sorts of medical reports that talk about high velocity impact crashes and the effect on the human body and it's not unusual for weird things to happen to the body like it can be dismembered and but to be completely vaporized is uh, another level again you know, mm. I mean that takes that takes a lot. Um, now, <coughs> sorry. Back to the onboard goings on, right? Yes. There, there's there's a point where the very last phone call that's made yep. is made from a locked toilet on board. Right. A man reports that there's been an explosion. Yes. And that there's white smoke billowing Into the in cabin. and around the aircraft. Right. Right? Um, and at this point, eight minutes later, the plane hits the ground. Okay. Okay? There's a reason I'm bringing this up, and I know it's not all chronological. You'll get it. Um, so, basically, there... Uh, the plane crashes in the aftermath. There's two competing theories. Yes. Okay. Uh, the first competing theory is that the passengers did indeed struggle with the terrorists. They got into the cockpit. Yep. They wrestled for control of the plane. Unfortunately, plane crashes. Okay. The second competing theory is no one got into the cockpit. Right. 
and the terrorists freaked out at yes. the amount of um uh i guess the 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 they were worried that the passengers would get into the cockpit yeah and they decided to ditch intentionally okay Okay, so they're the two schools of thought. Okay. The problem with this whole story yep. is that none of it's corroborated. Right. They we, cannot we, confirm we can't anything. know what happened in There's that There's been flight. two feature films and a slew of documentaries that speculate. But that's sure. all this is. Right. Is speculation. Now, what worries us and what prompts us, I guess, to write this episode is uh, the American government's response to this, mm. Right. So everybody on that plane received a civilian's version of a Medal of Honor. Right. Okay. The families were all, you know, the the the, the hero narrative mm. was painted in a big bad way. Yeah. Right? These people rose up and they fought evil and they, they sacrificed their life so that the terrorists couldn't impact other people's lives. In this case, it would have been the White House, right? Sure. Um. With no evidence. With no evidence. Now, there's there's some points of interest here, okay? Mm, 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 mm. Okay. So, remember we are talking about how the bodies couldn't be recovered because they're largely bone. The plane couldn't be recovered. It was just in millions of trillions of little pieces. Sure. Luckily, they found the terrorist passports intact. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that... that oh, God... It's peculiar, right? It's <laughs> okay. Now, another point of interest. In yes. February of 2004, three years later, so yep. a retired Army colonel, um, Don de Grand Prix, yep. said the... Uh, now, he was on the Alex Jones show. Now, don't take that <laughs> you know what it is. But um, he said that Flight 93 was taken out by the North Dakota Air Guard. I know the pilot who fired those two missiles to take down 93. Uh, he identified the pilot as Major Rick Gibney yeah. and said that he fired two Sidewinder missiles at the aircraft and destroyed it in mid-flight okay. at precisely 9.58. Okay. Now, a little more about the crash. Yeah. Um, the well, the those, crash... Those, um, so there was there was different reports, right? This the conflicting reports about the crash time. Yeah. So the first... The, I guess the first responders identified the crash as it being um, 10.04. Yeah. Um, the government official narrative. official narrative was that uh, so they got seismic data for the area yes. and said no no this occurred at um, 10 uh, 10 10 right. right but the government stepped in and said no it happened at precisely 1006 okay which is i don't know what all that was about it's okay. peculiar right either way though um there was confirmation that fighter jets m16s were scrambled there were two in particular that um were uh situated at um i believe it was mitchell's air force or edwards air force base right, right? um they caught up uh, to the plane yes and were tra tailing the plane for 20 minutes okay um, there was also another plane spotted just after the plane crashed, known as the white plane. Bit of a conspiracy theory, but right. um, they they found that this white plane was circling the area okay. for quite an amount of time. Now, the FBI originally stated that um, they, they wrote that claim off. They said there was no plane. Okay. Then later redacted that and said, okay, yes, there was a plane. It was a private plane um, that they had actually... 
uh, requested that the plane identify the location of the crash. Right. Now, um, you know, being that they've got military planes that have been confirmed as being scrambled in the air, yeah. uh, why do you need private planes? Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> okay it's so a strange another, thing. Another little suspicious thing, yeah. Air traffic controllers in Cleveland who tracked the last, the final few minutes of Flight 93 uh, on radar have been forbidden by authorities to speak publicly about what they saw. Okay. Okay. On their radar screens, which is peculiar. Again, peculiar. Um, Protecting privacy, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Now, we talked about the guy. Yeah. That made the phone call, right? Yeah. Later, eight days after the crash, Dick Cheney, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Good old Chano. Old Chano, right? He says that uh, President George Bush had indeed given the green light for any aircraft that had been taken over by terrorists to be taken down. Okay. Hmm. Right. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Okay. The explanation given for the mystery plane, right? Yeah. Um, as I said, it was initially denied that it even existed. Um, it sort of cements that there's a cover-up, okay? Uh, the government is manipulating the truth in a manner it considers to be palatable to the broader US public, right? By painting sure. that picture of... of heroes. The heroes, yeah. okay? Um, the FBI, so that plane was a Falcon, the private plane. Okay. The FBI has said on the record that the plane was a civilian business jet, a Falcon that had been flying within 20 miles of flight 93 and was asked by the authorities to descend from 37,000 feet to 5,000 feet to survey and transmit the coordinates of the crash site for the emergency crews. Right. Um, the reason, as numerous people as have observed, uh, why this seems so implausible is that first, by 10.06 on the 11th of September, all non-military aircraft in US airspace had received loud and clear orders more than half an hour earlier to land at the nearest airports. They were all grounded, right? right? Second... Um, such was the destiny, density of 911 phone calls from the people on the ground in the Shanksville area where the plane crashed as to the location of the crash site that aerial coordinates would have been completely unnecessary. Yes. And third, with F-16s uh, in the vicinity, yep. it's unlikely that at a time of tremendous national uncertainty, when no one knew for sure whether they might be any more hijacked aircraft still in the sky, the military would ask a civilian aircraft um, that just happened to be in the area for help. Mm, Right? Uh, So the the question is, what's this white plane? What is this white plane? Well, there, there, there was a few conflicting stories that I found. Yes. One... The uh, the plane was owned by the guy that owns Wrangler Jeans. <laughs> right. And he was just helping out. Okay. <laughs> right. Another heroic tale. <laughs> right. Um, so here's the most suspicious, right? Um, yeah. The FBI has failed to identify the pilot or the passengers of that mystery plane. Okay. And they have not come forward themselves. Right. Strange. I'm not, I'm, you know, these are all just strange things that have happened surround, you know, circumstances surrounding this flight. Very odd. Right? There's a lot happening here, a lot of moving parts. Um, 
There was one other plane, a single-engine Piper in the air as mm. Flight 93 headed, well, to the crash site. Um, the pilot, Bill Wright, said that they, they he was three miles away uh, and, and he got so close that he could see the United markings on the plane. Sure. Um, he just suddenly received orders to get away from the hijacked plane and to land immediately. Right. All right, and he said that that's one of the first things that went through his head with the with the I guess the the gravity of like get away was that it was going to explode or it was going to be taken down. Right, he's another pilot, right? So he's got experience. Yep. Uh, He said himself that's pure speculation, though. That's just how he felt. Um, Right. Right. So uh, he said that the that either they were expecting it to blow up or they were going to shoot it down, but that's pure speculation. Yes, that's the sentiment he got from the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So, like, what do you do with that? Mm. What do you do with that? Because, like, you dare not bring up the dead. And no. question the official narrative because well, you come across as this like heartless, yeah, bastard. Like you know what I mean. This mm. is you know dealing um, with you know dead souls here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and 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 you know like from all the information that has been found, it looks like it may have been shot down mm. rather than brought down by the terrorists. Right. Very odd. Very. Remember nine eleven. Right? Most people do. Yep. Right? They remember exactly what they were doing, how they found out about it, and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Now, the attention that the planes got that hit the towers. Now imagine one's heading for Washington. Mm. That's got to get priority, right? Yeah. Protect the president. Sure. POTUS must go on. Yes. Right? Yeah. It completely makes sense to me that they would defend by all means necessary. The White House, yeah. Now, there are some crazy theories out there, right? Mm. There are some real crazy theories that, uh, you know, collectively, the passengers from all three other aircraft that crashed that day Mm. were landed somehow and put aboard this plane so that the government could kill them all at the same time, (laughs) right? right? And, like, there's some outlandish stuff. But what I've just told you are the facts, right? I've tried to steer away from that sort of speculation speculation and the conspiracy stuff. What do you make of it? So there's obviously a lot of question marks around this, right? Um, You know, not least of all is the the images that we looked at, right, of, of a supposed crash site that looks nothing like what you would expect you know a um a crash site that's you know just been yeah that's right any crash site you see is usually littered right like yeah 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 so you know there's nothing there there's just nothing there that's my number one question is like where are the pieces if where are the bodies like that's right that sounds more like you know pretty bad but like that's you well, kind of what expect was that, carnage that, at a crash that, site. That plane that got uh, downed over Ukraine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. was. Uh, we looked up some images of that, and because they they show dead bodies, right? Yes. Um, we're not going to show those images, but you can look at those images yourself, and you can see a body. 
there's there's bodies there. There's and, bodies and, and, uh, in it's very clear the that there are bodies. That's right. And there's no crater. No. Right? It's just debris it's a debris field, you know? Dude, I get the crater. Yeah. Nine hundred kilometers an hour. It hit the earth at a forty degree angle. It was inverted. You have a look at the shape of the nose on a seven three seven. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you can imagine it's, it. it's going to dig a little crater, sure, right? At sure. least. Um, yeah. But what I don't get is further to your point. Where mm. is the stuff? The luggage. The wreckage. The, the luggage. Bodies. The they were carrying um, twenty thousand pieces of mail on that aircraft as well. Mm-hmm. You know the strewed envelopes, or you know, like. And then to 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 imply that you could find. Uh, you know, uh, passports of specific people in amongst yeah. that wreckage when there was only bone fragments. Yes. Like, it just, I'm sorry, that doesn't add up. That, that doesn't, doesn't add up that for doesn't. me. And people don't like to question the narrative, right? Mm. Because, like, I imagine if you're a family member of one of the victims, you yep. want to put this to rest yeah. rationally in a way that it's Makes probably never going to be easy, but you're going to yeah. try and... You know, path of least resistance is the way I describe it. You know, like you want it to sit with you. And the fact that, you know, the country has um, observed the people in that plane to be heroic. Yes. You're not going to question that narrative. No. You know. And that's what else is peculiar. Like they've they've concreted that narrative with, you know, giving medals and, you know, making movies and celebrating. And that's despite very little to no evidence of an actual revolt happening. Yeah. Like I'm not questioning the the heroics or the humanity of the people on board at all. Like to their own degree, they are heroes. You know what I mean? Like these people, you know died through no fault of their own yes um from the action of you know cowards whether that be the u.s government or terrorists yes yep yeah yeah i'm gonna put a pin in it right there then did i explain everything i think so i think so and i I think we'll leave it to our viewers our listeners to make up up their own mind yeah look it up there's heaps of info out there about uh Missing Flight 93. Yeah. Um, further yeah. to that point, though, if you want to sure. have a deeper dive into, you know, 9-11. Yes. Look on YouTube. Yes. There is an awesome documentary. There's been four or five versions of it released as evidence comes to light. They update it, which is great. It's called Loose <coughs> Change. Mm-hmm. That's loose change as in loose change in your pocket. Um, and it's a it's a long documentary. Yeah. But it's fantastic and it's filled with information about and some we're of just, the inconsistencies. We're just looking at one small oh. segment of that 9-11 tragedy. That's right. And we can raise some very real questions about the narrative that's been pushed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's get on to yours. All right. Well, we I'm talking about the um, MH370 flight. Yes. Um, which went missing in March 2014. Yes. Um, so this flight on the 8th of March 2014, around 1 a.m., took off from um, uh, from Kuala Lumpur. Yep. Yep. With 227 passengers, 10 crew, and two pilots. Holy shit! Okay, so it was a 239 people all up. Yeah, very. It's a it's a large plane. Um, it, it would have been close to capacity, um, and it's a, a relatively short flight from there to Beijing. Um, you know, I think maybe four or five, five hours, five or six hours max. Sure, sure, sure. 
uh, one one hour into the flight, it disappeared from the radar. That's interesting. Mm. And what's more interesting is that it turned off its transponder. Yeah, that's okay. That's which curious, is, right? Which is like, the thing the, that it sends the... out a ping, you know, to let. Well, it keeps you safe. Yeah. That's because, why it's interesting, right? Because yeah. that's the thing that tells other big things in the air where you are and not yeah. to run into you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, satellite data shows that the flight made some unusual manoeuvres, including climbing steeply and banking abruptly. <sighs> then, then it turned southwest and continued flying for approximately six hours on autopilot. This huh. is the official narrative, okay? Um, Malaysian authorities initially suggested that it was a murder-suicide by the pilot. Yeah, right. uh, But later cleared the crew of any wrongdoing. Okay. How did they do that? Well, the problem with the Malaysian authorities is they're quite cagey, to say the least. Right. um, Regarding information about flight MH370. Um, And... It is suspected that if it was a murder-suicide, the country would prefer not to have the name of its national carrier dragged through the mud. So, you know, what what I think... Yeah, they came to the conclusion that it's better to try and brush this aside. Yes, we'll blame someone. Well, well, there's no blame, you know. Well, initially they were blaming the pilot. Initially they were blaming the pilot, but then they thought, "Mm, you know, because what if another one of our pilots goes AWOL, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, so let's talk about the pilot first. Yes. Okay. Zahir Ahmed Shah. Right. Um, he's said to have been suffering from depression and he'd recently been through a divorce. Yes. Okay. So you can paint a picture of someone who might've been a bit troubled, uh, but little actual information is known about him due to the limited amount of information released by the Malaysian government. Right. Um, it's known that the pilot made a call just before the flight, right? Um, but it's not been able to be traced. So we don't know who he spoke to or what he spoke to that person about. Huh. Dead um, end. Yeah. So that's a dead end. Okay. Um, the passengers, right? So right. when I, when we review the passenger manifesto of flight MH370, we yes. find a very anomalous, um, uh, clue perhaps as to what might have happened and the reason behind it. Okay. There were 20 employees of a semiconductor Texas based manufacturing firm called Freescale um, Semiconductor. Semiconductor. Right. Um, which develops uh, components for high tech weaponry um, and aircraft navigation. They were, huh. all, they were all on board flight MH370. Uh-huh. 20 clue. employees. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the but with the disappearance of those employees, billionaire Jacob Rothschilds becomes the sole owner of an important semiconductor patent. Uh, mm. Rothschild is believed to have exploited the airline to gain full patent rights of an incredible KL03 microchip. Right. The U.S. technological company Freescale Semiconductor, who shared its rights with Rothschild, had 20 senior members on board who had just launched a new electronic warfare gadget for military radar systems the day before the plane went missing. So, suspect number one, right? Rothschild, there you Um, are again. Yeah, if you uh, are seeing this image, um, you might be looking at the image of... um, 
the devil incarnate. <laughs> um, or I Mr. Burns. You know, uh, <laughs> Mr. Rothschild, just so you're aware, I don't agree with what my co-host just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to conveniently go missing somewhere. <laughs> ah, it's been nice knowing you, Pabs. Yeah. <laughs> um, the day, uh, okay, so the day before, okay, uh, yeah, the day before the flight of patent was lodged for the KLO3 microchip, and the, and four days after the flight, the semiconductor patent was approved by the US Patents Office. Hmm. The patent was divided in parts of 20% between five starters. One of the owners is the company itself, Free Scale Semiconductor. Um, the other four Chinese employees of the company named, and I won't repeat their names, um, uh, disappeared on March 8th. Okay. Huh. The interest these four Chinese members held in the semiconductor patent could not be passed on to their family members. This is because the patent had not been approved when the plane went missing. In this scenario, the other owners share equally in dividends from the deceased. If four of the five patents uh, die, then the patentee left alive gets 100% of the patent. Oh. So um, the the question is who owns uh, Freescale Semiconductor? And the answer is, of course, Jacob Rothschild, who owns um. it as a, uh, as a um, uh, subsidiary to company Blackstone, which he owns uh, completely. Mm. Um, so it should be mentioned that the people named in that patent weren't actually on the flight manifest, okay? Okay. So the the other four weren't on the flight manifest. However, uh, Malaysia has one of the more uh, relaxed, um, you know, airport security screenings. Um, and, in fact, two of the passengers aboard that flight had fal uh, false passports, apparently. This was found. Hmm. So there's uh, speculation. They could have been removed. Names. That they could, they have, could been have been removed, scratched off the could list, have been scratched right? off the list, um, but regardless, they're missing, right? So there you go. The other uh, scenario that we're going to look at here is the Diego Garcia who, base. Who is Diego Garcia? Diego Garcia is a military base um, oh, okay. in mm. the um, Central Indian Ocean or the South Indian Ocean. I'm not 100% sure. Sure. Um, uh, but um, to, to, to put it interestingly, right, if you look at a, uh, a Google map, which we're going to have a quick look at right now. Yes. Right. Um, well, sorry, that was my mistake. There we go. Um, so this is where Kuala Lumpur International Airport is. Here. Yes. Okay. And the flight took off towards Beijing. So it's heading north to northeast. Yes. Okay. It turned in a southwesterly direction heading in this heading here, right? Yes. So if we look at a flight, what we know about the flight uh, path, yes. right? An hour after leaving, it's turned southwest and it's heading in this direction towards the Indian Ocean. Yes. Okay. And after it gets to a certain point, we can only really make assumptions as to where the flight went. Yes. Okay. But interestingly, going back to the Google Maps, um, this is where, here where this, uh, oh, let me zoom right in here. Yeah, look at that little island. This is where Diego Garcia is. Right. And so the, f the flight path that we know of 
is heading in that direction. Is heading in that direction. Yes. The rest of it is uh, speculation, you know, about, uh, you know, people who, um, you know, I guess believe they they know where, where the flight went, um, you know, uh, radar or whatever, right? Right. So, um, yeah, uh, let me just quickly go back to my notes. Um, there's another piece of information. A, um, an individual um, apparently sent an email right. with a photograph attached to it. Yes. Which apparently had an image um, that had GPS coordinates on it. Mm. In that email, he said that he's been held in a prison cell. Um, and that he had shelved his phone. Oh, okay, to, wow. Right, so... Big he, effort. Yeah, he's uh, shelved his iPhone. It was an iPhone specifically. Wow. And, but it was, this was in the days of smaller iPhones. Okay, come on, it should be come mentioned. <laughs> right, it wasn't Smaller a, um, than what? Like, it's still an it, iPhone. It's like, still going to be tough to shelf something like that. Yes. But, you know, apparently... Um, Anally reposited his iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's um, it's fairly common knowledge among uh, people who've spent time in jail that it's it's feasible to shelf an yeah. iPhone. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, so he shelved his iPhone, got it out. His hands were bound apparently. Mm. Uh, somehow he got the phone out, activated the uh, the the voice command feature on the phone. Yes. Um, sent a photograph attached to an email which said that he's been held in a prison cell. Uh, prison cell, and the GPS coordinates are located very close to Diego Garcia. So this is where it Ooh. gives it gives more substance to the uh, allegation that the the plane uh, apparently uh, landed in Diego Garcia. Yeah. Um, and then flew to the South Indian Ocean and ditched. Uh, whether uh, someone was on board or not, I don't know. Sure. Why would you keep him hostage at that point? Well, I don't know. I mean... Right. It makes maybe more sense that you would kill them. And maybe he was in line for that, you know, mm. or maybe he was one of the people that they were interested in on the flight. Yeah, okay, so, perhaps. Um, yeah. And then the <coughs> the last theory that I found was the alien abduction theory. Okay. Mm. So and there's really no substantiated information regarding this theory. Uh, so it's most likely bunk. Sure, sure, sure. But there's a very strange voicemail message uh, and text messages that's been sent to random people across uh, Europe. Yes. And it allegedly co- uh, contains coordinates, encrypted coordinates. Right. To the suspected crash site of oh. MH370. Mm. So uh, I'm just going to uh, You've see. You've got audio from that yeah, message. If I can just find it. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, it's very interesting to me. Yeah. That, um, like, one thing that's becoming abundantly clear. Yes. Where we, as a as a species, we question the official narrative. Yeah. Right. Sure. And like, what drives that is the question. Like, I guess what's driven it for us is that the official narrative makes no freaking sense. Yeah. Right. In these cases. Yeah. And like, is it acceptable 
for government to simply say, I don't know. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you don't get to have a lot of uh, faith in people that say a lot of I don't knows, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, sorry, I found I found the... Um, the uh, the audio the from audio. the uh, message. So and and it's creepy. It's creepy to say the least. Okay. Right? But um, we'll just wait for this to load. So a terrifying cryptic voice message uh, sent to random people, in warning them of impending danger. This is this the audio is people are receiving. This is not a joke. Over the past several years, we have been wanting to send an automated voice message to people who understand and are not afraid. One message at a time will make many know the truth. The truth that other biological beings have been walking this supreme creation that sustains life. Earth, a planet created just like our own. With technological advancements you as the human race have kept yourselves strong and living. But as chaos comes to your planet we must show ourselves to prove that there are different ways to keep peace. Many do not agree with what we say, so they may hunt it down. Your accomplishments are as follows. You have created religions on a biased unrealistic God. Have created a government that is corrupted and will fall soon. Your weaponry is only advanced by our technology which you have scavenged from our own. The liquid lands you call your oceans contain many secrets, including some spacecraft drowned and sunk into the abyss. We will make ourselves known to the best of our utmost capabilities. Clear your airspace or face consequences. November, Oscar, Oscar, November, Echo, India, Sierra, Sierra, Alpha, Foxtrot, Echo, Alpha, November, Yankee, Mike, Oscar, Romeo, Echo. No one is safe anymore. So, um, what this, uh, this guy has basically started tweeting about, he's like, listen to this message I got. And other people got text messages with um, coordinates. Coord well, it was in, in, encrypted, right? So if you look at it, it just says 112, 112, 111. It's like a hex code, basically. Sure. And some people say that it's almost like a military encryption, okay? But uh, they were able to decode it. And apparently, um, you know, it says... Um, you know, some coordinates. Yes. Uh, those coordinates have been linked to the location of um, the missing flight uh, MH370. And there's also other information in there, like it says they're taking over. Um, uh, there's, um, you know, information such as uh, danger SOS. It is dire for you to evacuate. Be cautious. They are not human. Um, mobile phone numbers um, so um, you know whether whether there's that means that there is some substantiation to the uh, theory that you know aliens were involved in the disappearance of MH370 you make up your own mind I don't think so yeah I think personally. that's a stretch as well I don't know yeah. like I think someone's taking advantage of something and just you know, probably putting forward their ideas and, and yeah. ideologies, which is, you know, pretty yeah. normal. Agree. Agree. Well, what, what do you think? Like, what do you think of MH370? Why do you think it's still missing? You know, what, what, like, here's the thing. It's hard to go missing. Yeah. It's hard to go missing. Yeah. With the right resource. Look, I see it as this. It's, if you're not looking for something, it can go missing. 
and you suspect that they weren't looking for it? I don't know that they dedicated the resources to finding Adequate a plane. Mm. Um, I think what they, if you were looking for missing oil, mm. we could find that pretty quickly. We have technology that allows us to actually map the Earth's crust and tell us where, you know, oil the deposits oil are. Deposits are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're telling yeah. me a plane can, you know, and they say, well, it's a big ocean. Well, yeah. Well, the, uh, the, the interesting thing is as well, where, where the plane apparently went down, uh, there's, a, there's a trench there. Mm. that um, I think takes it down to like 20,000 feet. Sure. Which is an unrecoverable death uh, depth as far as I sure. know. So, okay, let's argue that that's the case. Then it's a coincidence that it just happened to land over a trench and it sunk to the bottom of the ocean. It, it's possible. That's an explanation. Yeah. I, I think There's too many other mysterious... Uh, we call this accumulative risk. <laughs> well, what, what, what's interesting for me to know is whether there are any passengers on that plane. Right? Like that, as far as I'm concerned... Well, there were at one point. There, there, were, there, were, there were people that were supposed if, to be on board who if were they now recover, missing. If they recover the actual flight, uh, mm. you know, the, the, the uh, airplane... Oh, no, they'll, they'll have been eaten by now. Yeah, but there'll be bones there. Maybe. Right? Like like with uh, Flight 93. Yes. Right? Shards of bones. I think so, right? yeah. You know, you'll, you'll find evidence that humans were in that flight when it crashed. There's a lot of examples of this sort of thing happening, right? So mm. what are we asking? What are we asking? Yeah. Is this a question of like... If there, if foul play was involved in both of these, right? So mine I summarised as like uh, they were protecting the president. They had no other choice, they thought at the time, than to shoot down the Flight 93. Sure. Yours is that potentially um, there was money behind it and a decision needed to be made to secure patents. The patents. Sure. You know, so does treachery... Do, do humans have the ability to weigh life against life and weigh life against money i well, think so I because think... the president of the united states like if if you and he were standing at a firing range yeah in bali right <laughs> <laughs> i hate to say the, and they could only save one it's likely not going to be you right okay is that fair to say that's fair to say then if you upscale that that's all this is well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe in the case of Flight 93 it is. Yes. But in... in oh, the... so for your one... Yeah. Yours has a lot of mystery. Yeah. There's a lot of... There's there's not... So with mine, I was able to pick out some continuum and some consistency, whereas yours, there's not a great deal of consistency. I mean, first theory, pilots depressed. Yeah. Didn't so... pan out. It could well, and there I mean, can't it could be, be a second theory because be, the flight be. path is speculated. We don't know where it went or why it went. Yeah, like, but the thing is that it could have been a murder suicide. Could have been. Um, you know, the, the, I found some evidence that that uh, the flight, uh, the um, flight controls were switched off, which meant that the. Um, uh, the the cabin would have depressurized. Yeah, right. Okay, and this also in combination with the steep upward trajectory that he took the plane yeah. would have accelerated the depressurization of the cabin and everyone would have just gone to sleep. And we know, you know, when it comes to suicide, what do we know? 
we know that males specifically mm. over females yep. will pick any means uh yep. whereas women tend to be more clean in their efforts so yep. this guy's a pilot he's thinking mm. to himself how can i kill myself well that's right. The choice is pretty obvious. Go but, out with a bang. But depending on what type of a person he was, like that's two hundred and the, the, so people on board. Like that's, the location that he chose to ditch the plane mm. is is critical because, um, you know, it's a very deep and remote part of the ocean, mm. right? So did he know that? Was it premeditated? It's possible that he knew that. Uh, like there was a um, a flight simulator um, uh, flight path that he deleted off his um, you know system, and mm. they've been trying to retrieve what it was that he deleted, or he was in on it. That's that's the other that, right. So, so, he was I mean, in on it. I, I feel fly like, him over to this <coughs> island. We'll make sure that you live one very way or the other. Right. I believe that there was foul play involved in the disappearance of flight MH three seventy. One way or the other, either yeah. it was a murder suicide or it was an orchestrated um, hit by the governments of the world, um, the European government, uh, the British government, and the uh, United States. Yeah. Uh, masterminded by none Rothschild. other than Rothschild, mm. um, uh, you know, and and but the 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 uh, potential outcome here that this was an accident mm. does not compute for me. No, does no, not no, compute no, for no, me neither at of all. These things are, you know, yeah, as they seem. Um, yeah. It's weird, man. Like I and yeah, I love episodes like this, and I hate them. We can't draw any solid conclusions. Yeah. Well, it's no frustrating. One no one knows, no one right? Really knows. But yeah. get out and have a look. Uh, Do your own uh, research. It's That's a right. matter of just opening your eyes a little bit and having a look around at what's going on. Take a deeper dive. I think a lot of people write this off as like, well, yeah, you'll never know. Yeah, but that's like, right. Just. There's it's, lots of stuff it, out there. Is it to important see, eh? for people to know? That's the question that we have to ask. Is like, I think so. Is it important? It's important for the families, right? It's but important like, to the people in general. Like, is it important to the to the people in general? Is the question? Because that could have been you on that flight. That's right. Could have been me. That's could have right. been anybody, right? And you know, you can make this the case that um, just thank God it wasn't me, mm. right? But is that, that enough? No. You know? No, definitely not. Um, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, you know, you, the one thing I guess that you did have in your story over mine is that um, you know there there could be a clear taskmaster Rothschild. Mm. Yep. Um, String puller. Um, whereas mine, I mean, it appears the American government, someone made it. <laughs> I don't know, right? Mm, um, yeah. But I'm not going to name names because I don't want a red laser going over my shirt. <laughs> What's that, Pabs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well, I think we'll leave the good people there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Had, had a couple of uh, entertaining stories for mm -hmm. you, something to walk away and chew on, if you will. Mm. Uh, we will be back uh, next week. Yes. Uh, as per normal. Um, yeah. Remember, if you haven't hit the like button, just hit the hit subscribe that like. button, hit that yeah. too. Yeah, just, do us just a favor. Like. Do us a favor. We're going to, we're, we're, we're busy. Solid. We're, do us a solid. Absolutely. Yeah. We're in the middle of building a few episodes at the moment that uh, we're going to go out and about again and yeah. uh, show you good people some more areas of the Central Coast and uh, mm. hopefully a couple of, we, we've got a couple of um, Urbex sites 
pinned yeah. out, nice. which, uh, nice. you know, take us a little bit more time. Um, but uh, I guess until next week. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome <laughs> aboard.